I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer, and this is the Weekend Update. Sunday, June 27th, 2021. Looking at those crypto prices, we finally have some good news today. Bitcoin is sitting at $33,377, up 5.2% in 24. Ethereum, $1,857, up 3.3%. Tether, number three. Binance Coin, $280, up a half a percent. And Cardano is in the number five spot at $1.27, up 1.3%. Rounding off the top 10, we have Doge, XRP, USDC, Polkadot, and BUSD. Total market cap is $1.32 trillion and a BTC dominance of 47.2%. Moving into some cryptocurrency price news, the average transaction fee for Ethereum is about $2.15. That's down from its all-time high of about $70. <laughs> Big difference. This is the lowest it's been since December 20th of 2020, when the average fee was around 2 bucks. Also, Bitcoin. You know what? The price went up about 5%. So did its hash rate. Its hash rate went up around 5% overnight. And this got me thinking. Bitcoin's hash rate dropped 17% last week. It dropped nearly 40% since its all-time high. And some Bitcoin mining pools like Antpool and F2Pool have seen about a 50% decrease in their hash rate. This is making me think that, and of course this is not financial advice, but see if I'm right. The Bitcoin price right now is artificially low. The actual price of Bitcoin should be around fifty dollars to $60,000. But because China is turning off machines and turning off the hash rate, Bitcoin's price is actually artificially low. It doesn't represent what is actually in the market or the interest in the market, but it is actually just looking at the transactions and how Bitcoin is being processed and used at the moment. When the hash rate goes back up and everybody starts turning on their miners again, I kind of feel like it's going to be like turning on a car. You know when you turn on your car, it kind of goes vroom, and it goes up in RPM to like, you know, maybe two, 3,000 RPM, and then it settles back down at like idle 700, 800 RPM. I think Bitcoin's price is going to be the same. It's going to be like turning back on the car. You're going to turn it on, then we're going to have a huge shoot up in price, and it's going to go past the $60,000, maybe to the hundred dollars to $200,000 range, but it's just going to be a blip until it goes back to idle, which I think right now, if we're talking about today's prices, today's interest is around $50,000 or $60,000. I feel that this price is artificially low. We're saying that, oh, it was artificially high. I don't think so. I think that the shutdown of the miners and the hash rate is creating an artificially low market. And once we start seeing those miners turn back on, we're going to see a kind of like just turn on the car, a big startup of the Bitcoin price, and then we're going to settle on idle. Let's see if I'm right. So when is this going to happen? <laughs> that depends on how fast these miners move their mining machines to different countries and kick back on the hash rate. Moving into some headlines, first I want you to go read the article by Editor-in-Chief Dan Roberts. It's about Bitcoin marketing and sports fans. As you know, FTX Exchange has not only signed with the NBA to name the Miami Heat uh, arena, FTX arena, but they've also just signed with the MLB. And memes and gifs of baseball players with laser eyes, you know, laser rate to 100K, are popping up all over the internet from FTX Exchange and Blackfolio. 
and even contests like the first 5,000 qualified fans who sign up to Blockfolio using baseball, the code baseball, will get $20 in their Blockfolio account. That is pretty interesting. So long story short, does this actually work on sports fans? Do they actually care? Well, check out Editor-in-Chief's Dan Roberts' opinion piece on this. And finally, some news coming out of the Fed. A senior U.S. Federal Reserve official has called Tether or USDT, the stablecoin, a risk to the stability of the financial system. Now, this is pretty much I'm going to read verbatim, and it's going to be a long, there's a lot more to it. I want you to go check out the article, but here, hopefully, you'll get what they're talking about in a nutshell. In a slide presentation on Friday, Eric Rosengren, president of the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, listed Tether as financially stability challenges the U.S. Central Bank is watching. The reason I talk about Tether and stablecoins is if you look at the portfolio, it basically looks like a portfolio of prime money market fund, but maybe riskier. Tether has a number of assets that during the pandemic, the spread got quite wide on those assets. Now, spread widening refers to a sell-off in the credit markets when the difference in yield increases between a risky asset, such as corporate bond, and what perceived as something as safe like a treasury bond. He continues to say, I don't think we need to think more broadly about what could disrupt the short-term credit markets over time. And certainly, stablecoins are one element. I do worry that the stablecoin market is pretty much unregulated as it grows to become a more important sector of our economy that we need to take seriously. And we have to consider what happens when people run out of these type of investments very quickly. Caitlin Long chimed in and she said something that I thought was very interesting. She says, you know, when you're talking about Fed speak, they're very focused, they're very disciplined, and they stick to the script. However, now they're saying tether by name. She said that's an escalation. She said rarely the Fed is so explicit as they were today. What does that mean for tether, stablecoins, and how the U.S. government is looking at stablecoins, especially tether? Interesting. Read the full article. Link is in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily Weekend Update. My name is Matthew Deemer. Until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.